Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The topics and opinions expressed in the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4CY Radio, its employees or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability explicit or implied shall be extended to W4CY Radio, its employees or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4CY Radio. I can only imagine what it will be like when I walk. By your side I can only imagine What my eyes will see When your face Is before me I can only imagine Good Wednesday morning, my friends, and welcome to Anger 911. I am your host, Janet Pfeiffer. I am the Peace Alchemist, and this is our first show of the new year, 2015. How cool is that? Doesn't that sound odd saying 2015? Do you remember when it was a millennium? We were crossing over from 1999 to 2000, and we thought, oh my God, this is like such a big deal. And here it is 15 years later. Holy moly, does time fly. Well, anyhow, I am so happy that you chose to join me this morning for our show. Uh, We have a great topic today. Anger. Anger. Well, go figure, right? Uh, On a show with a name like Anger 911, why would you think we'd be talking about anger? But we're going to be talking about how much is too much. You know what? Even Jesus got angry. I mean, there's references in the Bible to him experiencing anger. So anger is not... A bad feeling, there's nothing wrong with it, but how do you know if there's too much of it in your life? Well, you stay tuned today because I'm going to share with you how you can come to that assessment. We're going to be talking about the 10 indicators that will let you know if, in fact, anger is a problem in your life. And then we're going to go through the AFID assessment worksheet. It's a worksheet that I put together that will really help you to gain more clarity about your own anger. And then, of course, we'll we'll wrap up today's show with six solutions because you know me. I always want to give you some solutions to the issues as well. So stay tuned. We have a little bit of business to take care of, and then we'll get right into today's show. Today's show is brought to you by Pfeiffer Power Seminars. We are your premier resource for all of your interpersonal training needs. We are leaders in the field of anger management, conflict resolution, emotional wellness, and relationships. And we've been providing innovative workshops to businesses, schools, churches, and wellness centers for 20 years. When anger and conflict are the problem, we are the solution. So visit us at PfeifferPowerSeminars.com. That's P-F. E-I-F-F-E-R, PfeifferPowerSeminars.com, or call us at 973-697-1904. That's 973-697-1904. And if you're struggling with some personal issues, well, you don't have to. Do you know that I'm also a spiritual life coach? I've been helping people individually or as couples for more than 20 years. There are solutions to every challenge that you face in life. And sometimes we can't figure things out on our own. Sometimes we need an objective third party who can give us a little bit of insight and some strategies and techniques that we can use to move us beyond those issues so that we can 
fully embrace life and fully enjoy the experience of being here. So if you are struggling with any personal issues and you just need a little bit of guidance, give me a call. I work with individuals or couples either in my office if you're local or by phone or Skype anywhere in the country. So give me a call today at 973-697-1904 and let's get you started to really living the joyful life that you were created to have. And if your business doesn't have a website yet, you are losing business. Customers and clients expect businesses to have a website. And if your nephew designed the site, it is time for an upgrade. Either way, Bellamy Tech offers professional web design and maintenance at super affordable prices. So whether you want a simple web presence, which is just a single page, the four-page Business Express, or the full-blown professional presence, Bellamy Tech is your premier choice in web design. Give Amy a call at 973 459 2791. That's 973 459 2791. Or visit her at bellamytech.com. That's B E L L A M Y, bellamytech.com, and check out some of her designs. She's an excellent web designer and web master. She designs and maintains all of my website. Super affordable, super nice person, very, very easy to work with, and super creative. And if you would like to advertise your business product or services on my show, this is the perfect opportunity for you to gain some new customers. You know, Anger 911 is broadcast on one of the world's leading internet radio stations, W4CY.com, and we're also syndicated on iHeartRadio. So not only do you have the opportunity to listen to us live on Wednesday mornings or on the the repeat of the show on Wednesday evenings on our sister station, W4WN, but you can listen anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio website. That's the benefits of advertising on internet radio. You know, you, you can, once your ad is up, it's up forever. And we have some of the most affordable rates in the business. So definitely get in touch with me um, because we broadcast in 195 countries worldwide. And where else are you going to reach a listener base like that, huh? No place except on internet radio. So send me an email at Janet at Anger911.net and I will send you our current rates. And if you'd like to have your own radio show, that might be even a better fit for you. You know, I'm going into my fourth year hosting Anger 911, and I will tell you, I could not be happier. It is so easy. It is so affordable to have your own radio show. And this is a great way for people to get to know who you are, not just what you do and how much you're going to charge them for it, but more importantly, who you are. People will do business with, they, with people that they know and trust. And having your own radio show allows you to build those relationships. So, again, this is the place to do it. If you want to have your own Internet radio show, definitely reach out to me today, and I'll give you all the particulars on that. All right, let's get into today's show. Anger. How much is too much? Well, everybody gets angry, don't they? Even me. Even though I'm the big expert in this field, I still get angry. But how do you know if you're experiencing too much anger or if your anger is creating a problem in your life? You know, what is considered normal and acceptable? It it seems like society kind of dictates how much anger uh, they they perceive to be acceptable. And it seems to me, and maybe this is just my opinion, but they become a lot more lenient with you know the amount of anger that we have and the way in which it gets expressed. So I don't really know if anger is on the rise or if it's just that we feel more comfortable expressing it openly. I mean, I know when I was growing up, um, I wasn't allowed to express anger. I w- wasn't allowed to express anything other than happy. I mean, I talk about that in my book, The Secret Side of Anger. I was allowed to express two emotions, happy and happy. That was it. So anger, when I was a kid, was really considered not appropriate and not acceptable. So people, I think, were more reluctant to let others know when they were happy. Today, it just seems like everybody's walking around angry and it doesn't matter what you say or how you express it. You know, you just just feel that like you have that freedom in order to do that. Now, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Well, I, I think it's beneficial that we feel more comfortable being able to express how we feel regardless of what those feelings are. But the way in which we do so 
says a lot about who we are. And I think we have way crossed the line. So again, I don't know if anger is on the rise or we're just seeing more of it because people are more openly expressing it. But in a, in a lot of regards, the way in which the anger is being expressed is much more inappropriate nowadays than it was in the past. I mean, people think nothing of, of criticizing or belittling or demeaning somebody else. They think nothing of of you know, physically expressing their anger, either through physical altercations or damaging personal property. I mean, that seems to definitely be on the rise. And again, more acceptable. People, you know, aren't, even though they don't like it, people are putting up with it. So I get it. I get that in today's society, people are dealing with a tremendous amount of stress. And you know, stress, frustration, that's one of the underlying components of anger. But in every generation, people have experienced stress. All right. So that's not an excuse. I mean, it just comes in different forms. But I understand that we're, we're all stressed out. We, it seems like we're working harder. People are putting in longer hours at their job. They're not getting the pay that they were accustomed to. There's more demands put on them in the workplace. Uh, many people are working multiple jobs just to make ends meet. So there's a lot more demands on them. I'm, I'm in, the, um, in the baby boomer generation. So we're kind of in this um, you know, conundrum of, not only have we raised our own children, but because our parents are living to a much older age, we're now also caring for them. So we're holding down jobs. We're helping our children. Many of us have grandchildren that we're, you know, helping. Many There are many grandparents who are raising their grandchildren, and then they're also taking care of their elderly parents. So it's kind of that sandwich generation that, that has a tremendous amount of responsibilities that other generations didn't have. And then, of course, we have all this technology, all this wonderful technology that has been, you know, a blessing in many regards, but has also, I, I think personally, especially in my life has put me under a, an, a lot more stress. I mean, I'm working harder now than I ever have. I feel much more pressured, you know, in my, in my job responsibilities than I ever have in the past and not always necessarily um, resulting, you know, in, in the outcome that I would like. And I think technology has also really isolated people, which has not helped at all. So, and then of course you have all these issues with uh, email and social media, where people and and texting, where people are just saying whatever they want. It's like you can you can say things that are so critical and so hurtful, and you can maintain your anonymity. I mean, I had somebody. I, I'm a contributor to the Dr. Phil show, and so I post comments on his show, and I had posted a comment about I don't believe that there are different races. I believe that there's one race. It's the human race. We're all a part of it. We're all children of God. We're all brothers and sisters, blah, blah, blah. And I had somebody literally rip me to shreds, but with vile comments. I mean, hateful and the use of profanity. I mean, calling me just, just filthy names. And this is the kind of stuff that people do. They, they feel, you know, that they feel justified and they feel comfortable in just lashing out at people but hiding behind the anonymity of social media. So there's a lot then that people are dealing with in today's world that they weren't dealing with in the past. But then again, there were things that people were dealing with 50 years ago that we no longer have to address. So is there a lot more anger? I don't know. That's not the point of today's show. The point of today's show is for each of us to look at ourselves and assess whether or not I, as an individual, have too much anger in my life or if the anger that I have is causing me a problem. Because again, anger can be a very positive force in our life. It can be very motivating. It can bring about positive change if, in fact, we know how to use it constructively, which a lot of people don't know. But for today's purposes, we're just going to be talking about do we have too much anger in our lives as individuals? So, I'm going to start out by asking you to think about the following question. On a scale of 1 to 10, how much anger do you have in your life? Are you someone who never gets angry? No, I've met people like that. They say, oh, I don't have a problem with anger. I don't ever get angry. I'm not so sure that I believe them, but that's their perception that they never get angry. Do you get angry some of the time? All right, well, maybe, you know, 
things don't really bother me. It takes a lot for somebody to really push my buttons and get me upset. All right. Well, then you're somebody who gets angry, but not frequently. Does it happen more frequently? Are you somebody who gets angry maybe on a daily basis? Or do you fly off the handle easily? Even in insignificant things, you know, you drop a spoon on the floor and, and, and you get tomato soup, you know, all over your shoes and you just blow up into a rage. All right. Maybe that's, maybe that's, you know, uh, you can relate to something like that. So are you somebody who gets angry frequently and at insignificant things? Or are you somebody who just walks around ticked off all the time? Like you're always upset about something. You're always miserable. Everything bothers you. You just can't ever seem to get out from underneath that cloud of anger. Which one describes you? Never get angry. Eh, some of the time. Well, happens kind of frequently. Or, ah, it's just a part of who I am. You know, I'm just walking around ticked off at the world. Which one describes you? Let me just say this. As I've always said, anger's a choice. All right? You are not a victim to your circumstances. Nobody has power and control over you. Nobody is making you angry. They are not responsible for your anger. This is a personal choice that you make. So if you are somebody who walks around constantly ticked off at the world, you're mad about everything, that's a personal choice that you have made. That is not who you are. Right? It's not who you are. Do not define yourself by the anger. But understand that on some level, you are choosing to look at everything in your life and allow it to bother you. And that can change. All right. What I want to do right now, and this is all up on my blog, by the way. Okay. You all know that I have a blog. It's on anger911.net. Just go to that website and click on the link to the blog. So we're, what I want to cover right now is this AFID assessment worksheet. This is something that I have put together that will help you as an individual assess whether or not you have too much anger in your life, whether it is really causing a problem for you. But this worksheet is up on my, on my blog. Right. Actually, not at this exact moment. I'm a little behind schedule today. It will be up by 10 o'clock this morning. Um, so you don't have to write any of this down. But I just want you to listen to this. All right. All right. There are 10 gauges that you can use, 10 warning signs to see if, in fact, your anger exceeds the levels that are considered safe and healthy. All right. So there, I'm going to cover 10 different uh, warning signs. The first one is frequency. So by frequency, how often do you get angry? Uh, I just kind of covered this a, a few moments ago. Do you rarely get angry? Do you get angry every day, several times a day, or do you walk around upset all the time at everything and everyone? Are you someone that flies off the handle at, at the drop of a hat? If that is you, then you need to get to the root of those issues. And we've talked about this in prior shows, getting to the root cause of the issue. Because the things that you are angry and upset about are not the reasons why you are angry and upset. Okay, those are the triggers. Those are the external events. What you're seeing, what somebody else is saying or doing, an experience that you're having, those are all external. They are all outside of yourself. But that's triggering within you either hurt, fear, or frustration. Those are the three root causes of anger. So if you find that you are frequently getting angry and upset, well, that's something that you need to address. Let me just say this. You deserve to be happy. You weren't created to be angry and miserable. You deserve happiness and joy in your life. And more importantly, you deserve inner peace. But that's a personal choice that you make. So if you are frequently getting upset about things, then you are cheating yourself. This is not the life that God had planned for you. All right, so I just want you to keep that in mind. You deserve better than a life of misery. The second warning sign is intensity, right? Let's look at the intensity of your anger. Do you find that you primarily get mildly annoyed by things? I think just kind of, ugh, like, ugh, just 
that's so annoying. Like, it's so annoying when people say that, or it's so annoying when my dogs bark every time a cat walks through the yard, or it's so annoying that I get all these telemarketers calling me. But I get mildly annoyed at that. Like, I don't really get really angry and upset. So that might be you, all right? Your intensity of anger might be pretty mild. But do you get more angry? Is, is your anger more intense than that, all right? So, you th- I, you know, in my book, The Secret Side of Anger, I talk about the three stages of anger, the three A's, I'm sorry, the three A's of anger, annoyed, angry, and aggression, aggression. all right? So you can either be mildly annoyed your anger can be a little more intense where you're feeling mad or upset about something, or your anger can actually turn to aggression, all right? So you've, you really feel this rage inside of you. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean that you act upon it, okay, but you feel that rage where, oh, my God, like I just want to punch somebody. Or, oh, maybe you – have you ever gotten so angry like you just jumped up and down like what you see on the cartoons and you have steam coming out of your head? I remember doing that one time. I was so angry and I thought, I just have to jump up and down. <laughs> and then I felt so stupid I never did it again. But, you, I mean, a lot of people go into a fit of rage. So where is the level of intensity with your anger? That's something that you really have to pay attention to and take notice of because that's going to tell you whether or not this anger is a problem for you. And then the third warning sign is the duration of anger. How long does it take for your anger to dissipate? How long do you hold on to it? You know, do you get over things relatively quickly? I do. All right. That's where I am with my anger. All right. When I get angry about things, I can let it go literally in a matter of seconds. Might take me a couple minutes for certain things. But for the most part, I don't hold on to it at all. And I think primarily that's been my MO for my entire life. I've never been somebody really who held on to anger. Holding on to hurt was another story for me. That I would carry with me for years and years and years. And we all know that's one of the underlying components of anger. So you have to be really careful with that. But for me, my anger dissipates really in just a split second. Not the case for everybody. Do you struggle to let go of it? Maybe for you, it takes a little more effort. Maybe you have to talk to yourself. You know, you have to go out and, you know, go for a run. You have to do something physical to finally process it and let it go. Okay, that may be your style. But do you, are you somebody who holds on to it? We all know people that once they get angry, they're not letting it go. And I've actually had people say to me, I'm not letting go of this anger. You know, that was my abuser. He was somebody who would not let go of his rage because he used that as a way to protect himself. The more violent he was, the less people were going to mess with him. And he was so afraid of being hurt, not physically, but emotionally. He was so afraid of people hurting him that his aggression acted as a way of protection. It was a, it was a method of, of you know, keeping himself safe in his own mind from others ever taking advantage of him or using him or mistreating him on any level. So where is your level of intensity? Do you get mildly angry and you're able to let go of that rather quickly? Does it take a little while for you to process it? Or are you someone who holds on to it for an extended period of time? Are you someone who takes that anger then and even turns it into revenge? You have to be careful with that also. Because very often people will seek to get even with those who they believe have wronged them. And if you hold on to anger long enough, you know, it can also turn to bitterness and resentment and self-pity. So there's all kinds of negative consequences to, you know, how long you choose to remain angry. So the longer that anger remains, the greater you put yourself at risk for some type of damage. All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break and then we're going to come back and we're going to cover the next seven warning signs that will tell us if we have too much anger in our lives. 
Today's show is brought to us by Pfeiffer Power Seminars. We are your premier resource for all of your interpersonal training needs. We are leaders in the field of anger management, conflict resolution, emotional wellness, and relationships. And we've been providing innovative workshops to businesses, schools, churches, and wellness centers for 20 years. When anger and conflict are the problem, we are the solution. So visit us at PfeifferPowerSeminars.com. That's P-F-E-I-F-F-E-R, PfeifferPowerSeminars.com. Or call us at 973 973- 697-1904. That's 973-697-1904. According to Dr. Mehmet Oz, energy therapy is the most important alternative therapy of all alternative therapies. Quantum Wellness Centers offers energy and sound therapy to their clients through the use of quartz crystal singing bowls. The vibrations which the bowls emit balance the body and initiate healing. Sound therapy is beneficial in maintaining optimum health and is used to treat ailments from depression and anxiety to all forms of cancer. Not available for a private session? Order a Healing Music CD and experience the benefits of sound therapy in your own home. For more information, visit quantumwellness.org. That's quantumwellness.org. Or call 973-383-8022. That's 973-383-8022. Start your week with high energy, motivation, and inspiration with host Nancy Ferrari of The Nancy Ferrari Show with featured guests discussing topics on how to live a healthy, vibrant life with clarity. The Nancy Ferrari Show airs live every Monday at 12 p.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific and on Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. Nancy invites you to join her online or by calling into the show where you will connect, evolve, and discover all that is possible. You can listen to replays on Saturday and Sunday, Saturdays at 12 p.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Sundays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. Log on and listen to The Nancy Ferrari Show on W4CY.com. And I want to... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I remind you to go to my website, PfeifferPowerSeminars.com and pick up your copies of The Secret Side of Anger and my latest book, The Great Truth, Shattering Life's Most Insidious Lies That Sabotage Your Happiness Along with the Revelation of Life's Soul Purpose. You know, both of these books, even though they appear to address different issues, The Secret Side of Anger, obviously we're going to be talking about anger. The Great Truth is more about a spiritual journey towards forming an intimate relationship with our creator, even though they appear to be two different subject matters, the ultimate goal of each of these books and all of the work that I do is help is to help you to, to find that place of inner peace and serenity inside of you. All right, so pick up your copies today. Pick up a couple of extra copies. You know, there are birthdays, holidays, anniversaries, all kinds of special occasions that are coming up. Give these books as gifts. They make wonderful, wonderful gifts. They will change lives. So pick up your copies on my website at, at PfeifferPowerSeminars.com. And while you're there, don't forget to scroll down to the bottom of the homepage and click on my calendar of events. I keep adding more and more speaking engagements that I have coming up in the near future. This month on January 28th, I will be speaking at St. Luke's Church in Hohokus, New Jersey. That's St. Luke's Church in Hohokus, New Jersey at 7 p.m. And I'm going to be speaking about Be Not Afraid turning to God in times of fear and uncertainty. Really, really powerful topic. It's one of my uh, oh, one of my favorite subjects that I lecture on. So that will be January 28th in Hohokus, New Jersey, and that will be up on my website on the calendar of events. And let me see, don't forget to follow me on all of the social media sites, Facebook, Pinterest, LinkedIn, Twitter, Google+. I'm very, very active on all of those sites, and I absolutely love interacting with all of you. I've met so many great people. So thank you, all of you, for friending me on all of those sites. And if you'd like to advertise your business product or services on my show, 
once again, you know, internet radio show is, internet radio is where everybody is going to listen to music, to get their news, to listen to talk shows. This is the, this is the radio of the future and it's here today. And W4CY.com is one of the leaders in internet radio and they host my show, but we're also syndicated on iHeartRadio. So if you miss the live broadcast on Wednesday mornings, you can always catch it on demand by going to iHeartRadio.com and just search for Anger 911. So imagine advertising your business show. Not only are, do we broadcast in 195 countries worldwide, but you can listen to the show live. And once it's up on, on iHeart, it's available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So once your ad is up there, it's up there forever. So this is a really uh, affordable way for you to gain some new customers to attract new clients and sell more products. So definitely send me an email today at Janet at Anger911.net and I will send you our current rates. And let me see. I think that's it for now. Okay, you know what? Let's get back to today's topic because we're talking about anger. How much is too much? And right now we're going through the AFID assessment worksheet. We're talking about the 10 warning signs to gauge if, in fact, you have too much anger in your life. We talked about frequency, intensity, and duration of anger. Now, the fourth warning sign is aggression. Does your anger lead to aggressive outbursts, either, you know, physical aggression or verbal? Are you somebody who curses and swears and and calls people names, or do you take it out physically? You know, do you punch walls? Do you stomp your feet? Do you throw things? Do you attack the other individual? All right. Really pay attention to that. All right. Because here's the thing. Number one, we don't have a right. We don't have a moral right to ever take our anger out on anybody else. We just don't have that right. But whether you agree with that statement or not, one Bad choice, one moment out of control can lead to a lifetime of suffering. One moment, that's all it takes. You get angry with somebody and you just shove them and that person falls and hits their head, can suffer, you know, severe brain damage. You can actually kill somebody simply from pushing them. So pay close attention. Is your anger converting into aggressive behavior on any level. If in fact it is, you need to address that like yesterday. All right. Don't wait and think, well, you know, maybe I'll I'll set up some appointments with a a counselor or with Janet or, you know, I'll, I'll read a book or I'll take care of this at some point in time. You need to address it right now. It is that critical. All right. So aggressive behavior of any type is a very, very serious indication that there's too much anger in your life. All right, the fifth warning sign are your relationships. Take a look at your relationships. What's going on in them? Now, when I talk about relationships, I talk about them on every level, whether there are intimate relationships, personal, social, social, professional, relationships on every level. You know what I love about relationships? And a lot of people don't realize this. But our relationships act like mirrors, all right? The people in our life act like mirrors. They reflect back to us aspects of ourselves that we may or may not be aware of. So look at the relationship that you're in. Are you constantly fighting with family members? Do you, you know, have difficulty getting along with your coworkers? What about your neighbors? Do you have a good rapport with your neighbors or are you always, you know, finding fault with them or, or arguing with them on some level? Don't blame them, right? Don't blame the people in your life if you're not getting along with people. It's you, all right? Your anger is coming from within you. So take a look at that because how many, how many people, you know, you get into a personal relationship. Let's talk about marriage for a minute. Okay. How many marriages end because couples fight all the time. They're always angry with each other and they're always fighting about something. It's not your partner's fault. I'm telling you right now, it's not your partner's fault. You need to look at yourself. Why are you always angry with this person that you, you know, loved and made a commitment to what's going on inside of you? I had a 
take a serious look at myself many, many, many years ago when I was when I was in my early 20s and I got married and we started a family. Um, I found that all of my anger that had been repressed from when I was a child was now coming out and I was taking out my anger on my kids and I was really hurting them. This was cruel. This was inhumane. This was totally inappropriate and unfair to my children. Had nothing at all to do with them. It had 100% to do with me, what was going on inside of me. And do you know that 40 some years later, I'm still, not just me, let me not just say me, we are still suffering the consequences of what I put my children through when they were young. All right. So pay attention to your relationships because if you are, if those relationships are suffering, if they're being damaged by your anger, then you have too much of it. You have too much of it. All right. Let's take a look at number six. Let's start, look at outsiders, the people outside of us. You know, what are, what are those people around you? How are they being affected by your anger? You know, are, are people afraid of you? Are, do they feel like they're walking on thin ice every time they're with you? Oh, my God, like you can't bring up certain subjects with her because she's going to fly off the handle. Do they avoid you because they're afraid that they may trigger a rage in you? You know, we often learn the most about ourselves by carefully observing how our actions impact others, how other people are interacting with us. Are people afraid of you? You know, it doesn't mean in every single area, but if they avoid bringing up subjects, maybe they don't want to talk to you about your weight or they don't want to talk to you about, you know, your political views or they don't want to talk to you about how you spend your money because they know that you're just going to fly off the handle. You're going to go into a rage. Well, you think that that might, you know, be a, a, a wake up sign that maybe you have some issues with anger, I think that it is, all right? And I think that we need to pay attention to that. Again, our relationships, regardless of what we think about the individual, really let us know a lot about ourselves. All right, so that was number six, looking at outsiders, how other people interact with us. Number seven is our health. What's our health like? Do we have any health issues that are related to our emotional well-being. Well, you know what? There are many, many believers, and I am one of them, who believe that our physical body is nothing more than a representation of what we're dealing with on an emotional level. You cannot separate the emotional and physical bodies, okay? They are one and the same. What affects one impacts the other. So what's going on inside of us emotionally is very often going to manifest in our physical bodies. You know, Dr. Bernie Siegel, who is a world-renowned uh, surgeon and leader in the field of mind-body-spirit medicine, um, says in my book, the Secret Side of Anger on page 110. He says, one's life and one's health are inseparable. Genes do not make our decision. Our internal environment does. You internalize anger and it destroys you. Self-induced healing is not an accident. Wow, you internalize anger and it destroys you. So anger then manifests in our physical body and we put ourselves at risk for all types of health issues from, you know, having a mildly upset stomach to an elevation in our blood pressure to more serious conditions such as cancer and, and even beyond that. I had two serious medical issues in my life. Both of them required surgery. One was that I had a bizarre growth on my bladder and the other were kidney stones and both of those, both of them were caused by the amount of anger that I had in my life at that particular time. I was holding on to it. I, you know, I had this attitude. I don't care what I teach other people. I am angry and I'm going to be angry and nobody's going to deny me of that. Now, I didn't tell anybody that I was angry and I didn't walk around being mad at the world. I don't think anybody was able to even detect that, but I had so much of it suppressed inside of me and I was not going to let it go. And it ended up causing two serious health issues, both of which required surgery. And the first one, the growth of my bladder, I had surgery the first time, but I didn't resolve the anger and it came back again. 
went back to the doctor. He said, well, I have to send you to a specialist in New York City. And I said, thank you very much. I went home and I chastised myself. And I said, you idiot, you caused this by your own anger. Now heal it. And that's exactly what I did. And that was like 25 years ago. So I went home and I healed the anger. And now you think I'm going to mess with my body anymore? Oh, not a chance. All right. I make sure that I pay attention to what's going on inside of me emotionally because this is the only body that I have and I need it to continue to work well and service me for the rest of my life. I've got at least another 30 years here before I'm ready to check out. So I want to take good care of this body. So pay attention. See how your body is being affected by what you're holding on to emotionally. If you're angry and you have any type of health issues, there could very well be a very strong connection between the two. Then number eight, the law. Has your anger ever gotten you in trouble with the law? Right? I mean, that's just, have you ever been arrested for maybe getting into a physical altercation with somebody or maybe damaging somebody's personal property? You know, the, every day in the, in the newspaper or in the news, you hear stories about this. You know, if you watch Judge Judy or any of those, you know, uh, court TV shows, there's always people, well, I had a fight with my boyfriend and I went and I smashed his windshield on his car. And people are always doing stupid things like that. You've got a problem with anger. All right. And again, like I said a few moments ago. You know, one bad choice can change your life forever. So not worth it. Okay, number nine, joy. How is your anger impacting your overall enjoyment of life? Now, if you're walking around agitated, miserable, unhappy, or just unable to fully embrace life, then you know what? Your anger is a problem. Like I said earlier, You weren't created to be miserable and to suffer. God created you to be joyful and happy. But that's a personal choice that you make. And you deserve that. Don't think for a moment that you can't be happy or that you don't deserve it. You do and you can. But that's entirely up to you. You're the only one responsible for your life. You're responsible for your anger and misery. You're responsible for your joy and happiness. And then number 10, others What do your friends, families, and coworkers say about you? Has anybody ever said to you, you know, you have a problem with anger? All right. Don't blow them off and don't get ticked off at them if they say that. How many times somebody says, oh, you got a real problem with anger. And then we jump down their throat. Me? What are you talking about? I don't have a problem with anger. How dare you tell me that? And we get, we fly into a rage. You do have a problem. If other people are telling you, pay attention, listen to what they're saying. Right? They can be your greatest allies. Don't just dismiss them because you don't want to hear the, the truth or you don't want to hear what they see in you. Take it to heart, all right? Because you can learn a great deal from what other people are saying to you and about you. All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break. And I mean quick because we only have nine minutes left in this show and I still have a lot I have to cover. Today's show is brought to you by Michael J. DiNardo. He has been amazing audiences for more than three decades with his vocal genius. His seasoned voice has been heard from Las Vegas to the Atlantic City casinos. Michael has performed with the New York Big Band, appeared in the movie Wise Guys with Danny DeVito, and has recorded dozens of songs available on CD. This acclaimed singer, dubbed Better Than Sinatra, richly embodies the Big Band era. Michael is available for corporate events, holiday parties, birthdays, anniversaries, weddings, New Year's Eve, or any other event that you want to make a memorable one. So check Check out Michael's website at jerseysinger.com. That's jerseysinger.com. Or you can go to YouTube and check out Michael J. DiNardo. That's D-I-N-A-R-D-O, Michael J. DiNardo. And you can listen to any of the dozens of songs that he has posted up there. And, of course, while you're there, don't forget to check out my first music video. Just search for Janet Pfeiffer, God's Way, where I have taken the lyrics of a very popular Sinatra song, and I have rewritten them that fully represent the way I choose to live my life. And I think that it's much more... um, Makes a lot more sense than the way Frank suggested. So check that out. Janet Pfeiffer, God's Way on YouTube. All right. Let's get back into today's show because we have a lot to cover and not much time in which to do it. As I mentioned before, um, we just went through the AFID assessment sheet, the anger 
frequency, intensity, and duration of anger. So these are the 10 warning signs that you need to give some consideration to, to see if in fact you have too much anger in your life. And if you do, you know, don't beat yourself up over it. Just take some action and do something about it. So now here's what I want you to do. I want you to go to my blog. Just give me until 10 o'clock this morning, all right? Because I, I, usually I post this before the show, but I, like I said, I was running a little bit late. So I want you to go to my blog, anger911.net. And I want you to check out the AFID assessment worksheet. And this is, this is what I want you to do. I want you to get a sheet of paper. And on that sheet of paper, I want you to make four columns. And at the top of the first column, I want you to write the word anger. On the, second, uh, on the top of the second column, the word frequency. Top of the third column, the word intensity. And then on top of the fourth column, duration. All right? So this is what I want you to do. I want you to write down in the first column 10 issues, 10 things that you get angry about. Just write down 10 of them, all right? And then and try to put them in some kind of order, like with the first three being the, the ones that you most frequently get angry about, okay? That's in the column listed anger. Then under the column for frequency, I want you to rate how frequently you get angry about each one of those issues. And you're rating them using letters. A stands for rarely, B several times a month, C weekly, D daily, and E, several times a day, all right? So A, B, C, D, and E. Then in the column of intensity, how serious is this anger? A, do you get mildly annoyed? B, do you get angry? C, is it intense anger? Or D, do you fly off into a rage, all right? A, B, C, and D. And then duration, the final column. How long does your anger last? Well, A is just a brief moment. That comes and goes quickly. B takes me a little while to kind of get over it. C, well, it kind of lingers all day long. I really have to work at it. Or D, oh, no, I hold on to this stuff. I'm not letting it go. I'm angry and I have every right to be angry. All right? Now, once you've completed that chart, I want you to go back and I want you to look at all of the rankings, all of the things that you have ranked either with a C, D, or E, right? Those are the issues that need immediate attention. So if I get, let me give you a quick example, all right? If I get angry when people criticize me, and the frequency of that is an E, so it happens several times a day. I'm at work and people are constantly commenting to me, and it's very hurtful. And the intensity of that anger is a C level. So I get really, really angry and upset. And the B factor is that it only lasts several minutes, but then, I mean, I can get mad, but then I get over it quickly. All right, so what I need to address then is the frequency. I need to find out why am I getting angry so often and why does it get to that intense level? Those are the things that I have to address, all right? So look at that chart, take any items that you have rated either C, D or E, and address those issues like now, okay? Because those are the ones that are, are probably causing the most problems for you, all right? You want to take care of those first. And then the other issues, you know, you can always get to at a later date, all right? Make sense? All right, that's the AFID assessment worksheet. All right, now, as always, I never, ever leave you hanging. I don't just give you all this information and then you go, gee, that sounds great. And then I say goodbye and you think, oh Lord, now what am I supposed to do with all of this? All right, I always want to give you some skills that you could use to actually heal your anger. All right. Because as I said, anger's, you know, a normal, healthy, useful emotion. Okay. It's every emotion that we experience has purpose and value. But if it's creating a problem in your life, regardless of whether it's anger or sadness or jealousy or whatever that is, if an, if an emotion is creating a problem in your life, then you need to find out why and you need to learn how to heal it. It's always about healing. It's not about controlling the anger. It's about healing it so that you can be at peace. So I want to give you six solutions that you can use to help eliminate a lot of this anger and experience more peace. Number one, always identify the root cause. That's where your anger is coming from. Are you really feeling hurt? Are you feeling fear? Or are you feeling some type of frustration? 
And I can't go through those right now and tell you how to heal each one of them. I talk about them in great detail in The Secret Side of Anger. I've talked about it on other shows. So you can go to the iHeartRadio.com website and you can scroll down and find the shows where I talk about the root causes of anger. Get to the root, identify what you're really feeling, and then heal each one of those. The second solution is to practice a SWAT strategy. I've talked about this in a prior show as well. Stop, walk, and talk. If your anger is intense, if you are becoming aggressive, it's a, if it's getting you in trouble with the law, if it's, if it's being a problem in your relationships, when you find yourself starting to get upset, stop what you're doing, physically walk away, and talk yourself calm. All right? Don't stay there and express your anger when it's intense. Give yourself time to calm down. Number three is develop a peace plan. All right. That by that I mean there are certain activities that you do that make you feel more calm and relaxed. Write a list of what those activities are, whether it's listening to music or meditating or saying affirmations, whatever it is. Create a list and incorporate several of those into your daily routine so that you're normally a more peaceful person and that when things come into your life that previously would have triggered anger, yeah, you're not so quick to give up your peace and serenity. All right, so create a peace plan. Practice that every day. Then change what and who you can. And the only who that you can change is yourself. But if there's things in your life that you're unhappy about, work at changing those things and accept those things and those people that you don't have the ability or the right to change. The fifth step is to put everything into its proper perspective. Because life isn't about truth and reality. Life is all about perception. Change how you look at things and they will change the way they affect you. And then recognize the value in all of the experiences that you have in every individual and in every situation that you encounter. When you realize that an argumentative person or the loss of something that was important to you is a valuable experience, then how can you be angry with it? How can you be angry about what is happening? What you feel then is appreciation and gratitude. Okay? Those aren't so hard. All right. And again, those are all up on my blog as well. So check that out at anger911.net. Do the uh, AFID assessment worksheet. It really is going to help you. And then incorporate some of these solutions into your daily life. Oh, Lord, we are out of time. I have to either talk longer or extend this show for two hours. <laughs> I don't know what it is. But we are so out of time. And as always, I want to thank you so much for giving me the honor and the privilege of spending this hour with you today. And as always, I want to share with you, I want to leave with you one thought to contemplate over the next seven days. Peace isn't the absence of fighting. Peace is the presence of kindness. So every day, make the decision to perform a random act of kindness, okay? All right, that's it. We're out of time. I want to thank you again. All all of you have a very peaceful and blessed week, and I'll see you back here next week. Bye-bye. I can only imagine.